Happy New Year, y'all. How you doing? How you doing? It's been a while. Sorry for my uh, absence and delay. Been busy. You know how it goes. Most of my efforts have been focused on a product I created called the Better Band Wallet. You can check it out at betterbandwallet.com or on Amazon. Just search up Better Band Wallet. It's a minimalist silicone wallet. It's awesome. I love it. It's the only wallet I've been using for months. It's a specially designed silicone band that uh, functions perfectly to hold anywhere from two credit cards to 15 cards, a single bill, up to a whole stack of cash. It'll do kind of whatever you need it to do. Check it out. Uh, that's where most of my time's been going. I've been working on all kinds of other stuff. I just wanted to check back in. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been talking about this website that I've been building out. Um, I had it all framed out, built by a third party. I scrapped it. Uh, it was just kind of too messy for me to work with. And I am now working on building my own WordPress site. It's coming along really well. It's nice and clean. Uh, I'm not even going to give a time frame. <laughs> I think I said the, the first time that it would have been done. I oh, God, I don't know, back in July or September or something. Uh, anyway, it's going to be soon. It, it won't be long. It won't be long. Um, I hope everybody had a good Christmas. I hope you got some time to uh, hang out, spend some time with family. I'm recording this on the 30th of December, 2021. It's 9.45 p.m. on the East Coast, so we're right up on the new year. And I uh, just wanted to say Happy New Year to everybody and, and just do some riffing a little bit. Uh, we're closing out 2021, y'all. Shit has been crazy. What a year. If you've made it this far, reach around, give yourself a pat on the back. You're crushing it. Um, I want you to take a minute, step back, and look around a little bit. You know, I feel like... Uh, Unfortunately, from what I've seen, the world's been kind of divided into two camps. The people that uh, just got ground under the wheel of 2020 and 2021. I hope that wasn't you. And then uh, I feel like other folks have just kind of kept the nose of the grindstone and have been doing fine. Um, luckily, I, I can put myself in, in the latter camp. Uh, and I hope you can, too. But we're closing this motherfucker out, Joe. 2021's about behind us, so. Let's look ahead. Uh, but look around, man. You know, how's your day-to-day -day going? How, how you doing? How you doing? How's life? How's your personal life? How are things going on the business front? What have you got going on? Um, I hope all that shit's looking good. Um, as crazy as all this madness has been, from my experience, I feel like I can say that, you know, there, there's a lot going on in the outside world that could really set you back really stress you out, make you anxious, make you depressed. But for the most part, if you've, if you've kept your head above that nonsense, um, you know, I feel like if you still just tend to your personal world, things can be fine. Um, if, if you haven't been doing that, I hope you do going forward, but I, I hope that's been the case so far. It's also a good time to just look around and, and look at what we're looking at, how we're doing socially and politically. Honestly, I don't think that side of things is looking too well. It is what it is. Let's not get bogged down in it, though. Um, I want to talk about, of course, our, our best friend COVID coming up on 2022. Omicron's going wild. And um, yeah, I feel like we're at an inflection point. Um, 
Omicron is, is spiking. It's tearing through the entire planet, but it seems mild. Okay, that's what everything looks like. I think it's time that we embrace it and we get ready to move past it. So a few things I want to talk about. Um, hopefully you all caught the Peter McCullough episode on, on Rogan just like a week or so ago. I've been listening to McCullough for months now. Uh, he's got a podcast out. Uh, I think it's the Peter McCullough show. I don't know. You should just search his name up. You'll find it. I'm not going to spend too much time on him. Um, but I will say just these are the Omicron. <clears throat> he, um, he has come around and even said that it looks like Omicron. Uh, there, there's a, a high chance of reinfection whether you've had natural infection or vaccine. There's a lot of breakthrough going on. And I want to point him out because he has been at the forefront of saying that if you catch COVID, the odds are extremely high that you're completely immune and that you won't catch it again. So um, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, Peter McCullough is a cardiologist epidemiologist, general practitioner, academic doctor um, out of Texas. Um, he, I think, is the most cited um, cardiologist. And, and if that's not right, I think maybe he's written the most academic papers in cardiology, something like that. Extremely, extremely experienced, high-level doctor. He's been on the other side of the COVID thing from the mainstream. So, you know, he's been bashed left, right, and center for the last year or so. But one of his big things has been his contention that you're not going to get symptomatic COVID twice. Okay, so this is going back a year or more saying, hey, if you caught it, your natural infection is going to protect you. He's one of the first big voices on that. Even he's come around to saying that uh, the data on Omicron shows that breakthrough infections are likely, uh, but they're likely to be mild, according to him and any number of other people. Uh, I'm going to be spending some time today on Dr. John C. Campbell. He's on YouTube, British guy, older fellow, goes through the data systematically every day, every day. His videos are great. Really breaks down the data closely. His videos are 15 to 20, 25 minutes a day. Uh, super high-level stuff, but we're going to talk about that. But long story short, breakthroughs and reinfection are likely. It's a season of Omicron. And uh, the reason I want to put this out now, um, where I live, uh, you know, there's a big party uh, tomorrow, New Year's Eve, as there is where you are. Uh, I'm probably going. Omicron is everywhere. And so I, I really think the prudent thing to, to think about is if you're going out tomorrow night, you're probably going to be around Omicron. Uh, good likelihood you're going to catch it. This thing is highly transmissible from all the data out there. So, you know, th that, that prompted me to, to finally, you know, get another episode out. Um, we're going to get into data here in a bit, but I would say this. Uh, Omicron looks like it's extremely transmissible. Okay, so if you're going out tomorrow and you're going to be around a bunch of people, especially if you're going to be inside, you're probably going to catch it. That's just what it is. Um, because it's mild, I'm not worried about it. It looks like it's going to be a mild cold for most people. 
if you are worried about it, I would sit this one out and then let that natural infection spread around a little bit more. And that's going to, it's going to be cranking our herd immunity through the roof in the next week or two. Uh, says me, the non-doctor, you know, uh, qualifier, qualifier, qualifier. But uh, just think about it. it. Makes perfect sense. So if this is something you're afraid of, maybe you're immune compromised, maybe you have a bunch of comorbidities, I, I'd probably go ahead and sit this New Year's out and let this infection spread and raise the herd immunity up. And, you know, you're going to be in a safer place thanks to your community. Um, if you're not particularly worried about it, like me, maybe now's the time just to keep living as normal. And, uh, if you catch it, you catch it. Personal decision for everybody. Uh, one thing that I want to talk about is all the new mandates coming in that are coming in big cities in the States that are coming in after New Year's Eve. Uh, so that's kind of funny. So, um, you've got Boston, D.C., and Chicago that mentioned new restrictions coming in, vaccine mandates for indoor dining and restaurants in these places all after the new year. So just take a step back, all right? If, uh, if this thing is terrifying, whether we're doing it for Delta, COVID generally, or Omicron, this is terrifying. You should be afraid. Be very afraid. Be terrified. This is horrible. Scary, scary, scary. Uh, why would you put this in after the biggest indoor gathering holiday maybe of the year certainly of the winter time when cases are spiking especially in the northern parts of the united states does this make sense does this make sense to you we're going to put in a mandate after everybody packs into indoor spaces and gets hammered and ki- literally kisses each other as part of the fucking uh as part of the fucking celebration um i would argue that's insane but nonetheless that's what we're doing so boston uh, the mandate comes in January the 15th, and I'm, I'm reading from a news article here. Uh, Mayor Michelle Wu announced a new citywide mandate requiring proof, proof of vaccination for individuals ages 12 and up when entering indoor spaces. During the COVID-19 press, uh, press briefing Monday, uh, which demands proof of vaccination when entering bars, restaurants, indoor fitness venues, and indoor entertainment like sports games and theaters, going into effect when? January 15th. Yeah, cool. Got it, got it. That makes sense. Um, and I'll put the link in. Uh, D.C., January 15th, you got to have one dose. By February 15th, you got to have two. Chicago, this was my favorite, January the 3rd. <laughs> uh, I don't know, let's just pick a random day after New Year, January the 3rd. So all these mandates are coming in to these big cities. And uh, what you're going to see, I will fucking put my, I'll put my left, uh, which one do we want to go with, uh, ring finger on this. You're going to see cases skyrocket, especially in cities, um, after New Year's. We're already on a parabolic climb. Cases are going through the roof. This holiday, people are going to be packed in. It's going to spread like hell. But these mandates are coming in after that. I mean, you know, I, um, what else you need to say? Um, what? All right, what do we got here? Uh, Omicron on the move seems to be mild. Breaking through vaccines and natural immunity. Um, there are some ideas that if you get Omicron, it'll perhaps uh, provide some protection against the residual Delta that is out there. There is still Delta out there. Uh, 
um, and maybe some future variants. That's really not known yet, but it seems likely based on what I've been reading, what I've been listening to, et cetera. But uh, overall, I think it's time to put it to bed, y'all. Um, cases are going to be exploding. Don't let that scare you. All of the data indicate it's very mild. Um, you're going to be seeing case counts on TV, as we have seen for the last two years. Don't let that worry. Um, cases are going to be multiplying. It's highly transmissible. It is what it is. Don't let it scare you. If you are scared, duck out for another few weeks. And uh, every every day that you uh, hide in your cave, the safer it's going to be. But yeah, I, I hope y'all are past that. But it is what it is. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Coetzee. I don't know if I have that right. She's the doc out of South Africa that kind of put uh, Omicron on the map. Um, she's the one that first discovered it and sent the alarm. I'll put a link to a video uh, of her just from today um, on an Indian news network. They're seven weeks in for Omicron. Uh, she says, quote, we know that the majority of cases are very mild. There's a preprint study that she cites uh, that Dr. Campbell also references in one of his videos. 70 to 84 percent of natural or vaccine immunity seems to hold up against severe disease. Um, after severe Delta outbreak in South Africa, where they only had 44% vaccinated, it seems that that still seems to hold. 88% of the hospitalized people in South Africa are unvaxxed. The majority got mild disease. 80 to 90% got mild disease, she went ahead and said. Um, it looks like uh, you'll have some hot and cold flashes, maybe some fever, some headaches, some body aches, a bit of sore throat, a little bit of cold. And if uh, the disease progresses, she, recommend, she recommends cortisone. Uh, within five to seven days, you should have a uh, full recovery. Highly transmissible, she says. She's big on masks. Uh, she believes it should be compulsory. She does not recommend antibiotics. She is pro-vax. She thinks T-cell memory will hold. Uh, and that's going to be for natural infection or vaccine, and that should be uh, that should be nothing but mild disease. But that uh, she says you will see breakthrough infections. Um, she says you might get sick. You'll feel really bad for two to three days. If you have diabetes, if you're overweight, if you feel very sick, go to the doctor and get cortisone. That's basically where she leaves it. Uh, I've got I'll, I'll put up a couple links to Dr. John Campbell's YouTube videos. This is from his 1228 video. Um, and I just got all these crazy notes I was taking, so bear with me. Might jump around a little bit. Um, so, out of 160,000 Omicron cases, uh, he cited 39 deaths. He says rapidly displacing Delta. That's very good news, and it's surging everywhere. Beer break. Take a sip, my friend. He's got charts in the UK, Ireland, Canada, U.S., Australia, all going just straight up, straight up. Hospitalization, hospitalizations and deaths are very stable. Uh, folks in the hospital seem to be there shorter, shorter period of time, fewer in the ICU. American numbers are surging. Deaths are slightly down, not surging. That could be related to the holidays. And again, this is from the 1228 video. I'll, uh, I'll touch on the video from yesterday in just a second. CDC recommends isolation down from, five, from 10 days to 5 days if asymptomatic. And he says, quote, it really is a problem so much of the mainstream media feel they don't need to tell you where they got data from. Just take my word for it, they say. I'm sorry, we don't, he says, end quote. 
Uh, and he goes on to say, don't take his word for it either. Look at the external data. And I, I wrote that down as a direct quote because that's critical, y'all. Everything you see is <clears throat> the mainstream media will take a, a blurb from here or from there, and they'll just repeat it as, as if it's absolute gospel. Numbers surging, uh, hospitals overflowing, bah, 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 bah. They never show you the data. That should make you skeptical. If anybody is ever telling you anything and they're trying to make it sound like it's incredibly important and something that you really need to pay attention to, but they can't be bothered to tell you the source data, I'm not saying you should scrap it. I'm saying you should absolutely mark it as highly suspect. And it was nice to hear him say that as well. He goes on to say that, um, uh, let's see, uh, day one, uh, sorry, let me uh, decipher my notes here. Um, something along the lines of if you pop uh, positive on a, on a test, there's a good chance that you were, that you were possibly spreading the virus, even if you're asymptomatic for a day or two prior to, to testing positive or getting symptomatic. And then after you become symptomatic, you're, you're probably going to be infectious for another day or two, and then probably another two or three days after. So you're looking at this like five to six day window where let's say you're going out, living your normal life, you start to feel sick, you can probably go back a day or two and you're probably transmitting those day or two prior and then while you're infectious, a day or two, you're probably transmissible, and then probably two or three after. And that's a big part of the reason why this is going to spread so crazy, right? Because he, you know, he's saying that asymptomatic spread, pre-symptomatic spread, actually not asymptomatic, pre-symptomatic spread is probably going to be a big driver here. He goes on to say, 24 hours after a negative test, if you were prior positive, you're probably not infectious. So you're, you, you have symptoms, you take a positive test, you start to feel better, you take another test, it comes back negative, you have it 24 hours, in all likelihood you're not infectious. And again, this is him, not me. So far, hospitalizations in um, older Americans have not ticked up in the United States. That's a good sign. In South Africa, hospitalizations and deaths are way down. Way, 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 way down. You can go back. I, I highly encourage you to go back and look at those videos. They'll show you the charts. You can see how far down they are. He thinks a large amount of that is because of the natural immunity uh, from prior infection. Uh, he goes on to ask, is that going to hold for vaccine-induced immunity? And we just don't know yet. Um, we haven't seen a highly vaccinated community deal with Omicron yet to see what that's going to do for hospitalizations and deaths. The, the early data in the UK and the US is that it will hold. We don't exactly know. Um, Australia, he expects to see cases absolutely skyrocket because of their, uh, their strict lockdown procedures. We have not seen a lot of natural infection in Australia. So Australia, you're probably going to just absolutely explode over the next few weeks. And again, he says we're not sure how um, vaccine immunity is going to hold there. Back to South Africa, he, uh, he cites some serologic data, which is where they test a sampling of the population for antibodies to see what percent of the population has been exposed to COVID. And that data showed that 60 to 80 percent had prior exposure, almost all natural infection. And um, we can look at that and see that 
at least for hospitalizations and deaths. Omicron is not breaking through that. Uh, again, asymptomatic spread seems high. South Africa has decided to stop testing unless you're symptomatic. So in the States, we're st it's all about tests still. Uh, you know, Biden ordered half a billion tests. That's not going to be coming for a long time. It's hard to get a test. You see these crazy long lines in D.C. and other pe other cities of people waiting to get tested, yada, yada, yada. In South Africa, they're saying, hey, just stop all that. If you're not symptomatic, don't worry about getting a test. They're also stopping their um, contact tracing. Um, he goes on to say isolations based on contacts and positive tests are going to contribute to the shortages of hospital staffs. So if you are isolating for, uh, and again, this is largely what the CDC, uh, this is largely why the CDC went from 10 days to five days. If you're a hospital worker and you popped in the past, you're isolating for 10 days no matter what. Now they're cutting that down to five days, but also the contacts, right? So if, uh, if you work in a medical facility and you've had close contact with somebody who tested positive, you're in isolation for a number of days. This is going to drive staff shortages, he says. He does not mention all of the people who were fired or prematurely quit uh, or furloughed or whatever because they did not comply with the vax mandate. But obviously, this is going to this is going to contribute to that problem even more. So we have this major health problem. People are forced out of their job in the healthcare sector, and then they're being forced to isolate unnecessarily, perhaps. And so we're really putting a squeeze on staffing shortages as this new surge is coming on. So this could all really exacerbate any staff shortages we see in the healthcare sector. <clears throat> he goes on to say uh, it looks promising that Omicron is going to burn through fast all populations and um, easily build strong herd immunity, which is a good thing. Um, okay, this is a, a, a brief uh, note on his video from yesterday, 1229. Again, massive U.S. spike. Um, he's seeing 400,000 new cases. Uh, this was like the last day or uh, maybe a few day average, I don't recall. But uh, he, he estimates that's probably more likely to be a million cases a day in the U.S. right now. Popping back to the U.K., Deaths are down 34% in the last seven days. So deaths are falling precipitously in the UK, which is very good. Ventil uh, ventilated um, uh, ICU patients are going down. Hospitalizations are still climbing, but he thinks that's probably due to residual delta. And also in the States, we know we have some residual delta. So when you see hospitalizations, deaths, ICUs, ventil ventilation, these numbers, a lot of that is still going to be delta. Um, that's probably going to go for another week or two until Omicron fully displaces Delta and until the Delta cases run their course in hospitalizations. Uh, 59 to 20% week over week. Um, I left myself a shitty note there. I think that was hospitalizations, y'all. Um, sorry that I don't have that clear. But he backed that up by um, by an Oxford professor. So, uh, gosh, I think that was I think that was hospitalizations. Um, let's see here. The way he ended it is, uh, I mean, you know, this is a paraphrase. This is essentially what he said: We're all going to get it. 
keep your immune system strong. He's done a lot of good work on vitamin D and zinc in the last few weeks. Uh, he's had a lot of doctors on from all over the world talking about the, the, the evidence that high vitamin D levels really have a strong correlation in, in keeping you um, from not only catching COVID, but really getting, getting the severe cause. And he goes on to say that hopefully Omicron will continue to outcompete more pathogenic future strains. So if we're lucky, y'all, this Omicron thing is basically going to put COVID to bed. I certainly hope that's the case. It looks like it. Um, but look, we're at that phase where I really think, um, you know, if you've gone if you've gone this far and you haven't caught it or you don't know if you've caught it or you're vaccinated, you're young, you're healthy, whatever, it's not something that you should have been afraid of months ago, don't let the stuff on TV scare you. Uh, if you want to go out and have a have a new year, get after it, do it. Um, if you're afraid of Omicron or if, you, if, if you've been really careful and you've dodged it this far and you want to keep that going, man, I recommend ducking out for a few days, you know. Um, but I think it's time, uh, I think it's time to put it to bed, y'all. That's really it. Happy New Year, everybody. Don't let them scare you. Everything's fine. Uh, one last thing I'll say is, again, look around. Who do you know that's had COVID? Uh, what have their outcomes been? Uh, how many vaccinated people do you know have had breakthrough infections? Um, how many people do you know have had a bad go of it, hospitalized or died? And if so, what were their health, health profiles? Were they older? Were they severely overweight? Did they have major comorbidities? Um, how many young, healthy people do you know that have gotten very sick? Uh, in my personal situation, the answer to that question is zero. Um, and that's informed my, my decisions, but you know, to each his own, um, get out there, check out the data. Don't just listen to what's on the TV. Happy new year. I love y'all stay free, baby.